Welcome back. Showtime! Spanning the globe, this is the Blockade Podcast. Or at least I should say a miniature version of it. Uh, we've got a special podcast here today. It's uh, just myself, Shut Your Trap, and uh, Jeff with us today. Hello. We are going to be uh, speaking to Bobby King about all things the Adams Family Kickstarter related, plus uh, maybe a few other things if we uh, get the time to squeeze it in. Before we get there, though, I wanted to say that we have a new friend of the blockade, and that is Wizard Amusement. You're like, who is Wizard Amusement? Wizard Amusement, they have over 50 specific custom ball shooter rod mods. So, if you have a pinball machine, and instead of just having that boring silver knob that you can pull, say, on uh, on Scared Stiff, he'll make a custom eyeball that looks really cool and creepy on the actual machine, and that becomes your new uh, rod pull. It's got over 50 of them for various pinball machines. Just go to wizardamusement.com. If you mention the blockade, you'll get 10% off. And uh, just to tease it, we're going to be running a contest uh, in the next podcast or two. Uh, where we will actually be giving away a custom ball rod shooter. So stay tuned for those. Just wanted to tease that. Anyway, on with the show. We're going to be uh, welcoming to the podcast right now, Bobby King. Hey, how's it going? We're doing well. How about yourself? We been busy? Uh, yeah, we've, we're always busy over here. We've got a... <laughs> Not just you know pinball, but we've got a couple other games we're working on, so it's been really busy. A couple. Yep, couple. Wow. Expanding, wonderful. <laughs> um, hey, uh, we're specifically uh, wanted to talk to you today because, uh, as we all know, the announcement was made that Adam's family will be your next Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and as we've been hearing about this or wanting it for probably since the inception of Pinball Arcade, I <laughs> thought this would be an excellent opportunity to find out all the pure hell or uh, shenanigans that it took to finally bring this to the masses. Um, so let me, I'll just start off by asking, how long has Adam's family been on Farsight's radar for actually wanting to get it in the game? Has this been a day one thing, or did it take a little while be, You know, once you got the game up and running? No, this was um, long before Pinball Arcade, actually. So back when we were had the Williams collection, we were looking at Bally collection. Yeah. Uh, and so we started doing the research into all the different license tables that it would take to do the collection that we wanted to do. So this goes back, oh, I don't know, five years? Oh, wow. Maybe six years of, you know, looking into what the licenses would be and hearing all the horror stories of the other people who have tried to get all the licenses that they needed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I haven't been actively working on this probably for three years. What uh, I know when I talked to you uh, probably a year and a half ago, uh, the main obstacle you had mentioned was just plain getting anybody to talk to you guys about what the license involves. Um, mm-hmm. I think this was around the same time as uh, Twilight Zone was about to be uh, kickstarted. Um, what was different about this particular license as opposed to a Twilight Zone or a Star Trek? I think the big difference is that. Uh, the person at Paramount who controlled licensing this um, before, uh, he went to the, the higher-ups of the legal department, and there was a lot of ambiguity as to when and how the rights reverted in in licensing terms. You know, they own the rights to the movie itself, right? but they weren't comfortable licensing 
the table to us because they didn't think they owned the Adams Foundation rights, which was true. So then they had to go back and figure out, so when did the rights reverted? What do they own? What's in this table? Can we actually, are we actually licensing anything that is useful? Like, so um, they were just, they kept backburnering it, their Paramount, and it took forever to get an answer of what they would license. So basically, okay. you know, all we're licensing from them is what they, um, what we think, you know, is being used from the movie. So is it was your entire dealing with the licensing? Did it wind up being uh, exclusively with Paramount, or did you wind up having to uh, also approach other parties like the uh, Adams Foundation? Well, yeah, I had a good relationship with the Adams Foundation um, from when I started talking originally. Like this is like five years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, so they were willing to, you know, they they heard what we were trying to do, and they were all on board with it. And then it was just a matter of. You know, well, then I heard how hard it was. You no, know, I need all these actors. I need the movie, so that was backburned. But the um, the foundation, uh, they've been on board since way before. You know, I got somebody at Paramount to actually agree to something. Interesting, because that's always been one of the things that, uh, well, apart from Adams Foundation and uh, Raul uh, Julia's estate, those were always the two what what everybody thought was the sticking points, not Paramount. <laughs> right. Um, In- yeah, when we knew that. Um, you know, from our dealings with WMS, that they they had used enough of the stuff from Paramount in the movie itself that uh-huh. we, need, we needed that right license, and it was just really difficult trying to get somebody at Paramount to think this was a big enough project to even talk to us and get a contract written up. Did it help doing uh, Star Trek and Terminator and Twilight Zone? Did that help? Uh, kind of grease the wheels to show that, hey, look, this is what we do. This is uh, how we uh, move a product forward, and uh, you know, this is the success that it can bring. Yeah, I, I, I think so. You know, in, in licensing in general, you know, having other properties that you've licensed helps a lot. It's actually in a lot of the um, the term agreement things that you send uh, to a licensor is like, what else have you licensed? What your company? Uh, so yeah, that certainly helps. I, I honestly don't know if it was that or just, you know basically telling me to go away finally by <laughs> getting, getting me what I was asking for. Pure persistence. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was. Well, that's been, that, that's good to hear. It's, it, I mean, like I said, it was, it's been, obviously you guys have probably seen the, uh, the rumor mill that uh, we on the fan page, I know people on the Facebook page have generated in terms of uh, putting out there. Um, so that's, I definitely wanted to hear what the, uh, what the true backstory <laughs> would be involved with this. Um, in terms of Adam's family, there's also obviously, apart from the uh, the success of it being the number one selling pinball table ever, um, how do you feel that's going to translate with uh, Pinball Arcade, being that we're now uh, just about to complete the third season, uh, going into season four? Um, do you feel this is going to help bring in even more uh, new players, or is it more now this point into the game just kind of a uh, uh, courtesy to the the current core I think it's a little both I mean the the amount of requests that we've had for this table you know it was our duty I think to keep pushing to get this table done Mm -hmm. Um, but I think you know even though the Adams family as a property isn't a huge license um, um, it's it's possible it it can you know regain some momentum I know the Adams Foundation has some projects they've got planned um, that might in the future you know pick up the momentum there but 
I think you know we're going to market this pretty heavily, and we've got some more plans on how to bring in more customers. Um, so you know, I think it's going to keep the momentum going for the pinball arcade. Mm-hmm. So I um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good thing for the game. I recently saw that you guys had uh, posted that uh, the table actually you only just recently got it up there at Farsight, which kind of mm-hmm. surprised me. I thought that you guys had <laughs> had that thing stored away for years. <laughs> um, was it terribly difficult to uh, get a hold of a uh, of a table? Uh, no, well, you you've seen it here. Like we uh, we have no like almost no room for more tables, so yeah, we, we wait as long as we can before we put another one in here. Um, so was it hard to find what um well I guess I guess uh, more to the point I should say too, was it one of those things where I wouldn't think finding is difficult but finding it at the right price yeah. um as opposed to if you've had a long time knowing that you're wanting to get it was it one of those things that uh that finally you you know it raised its hand you're like yep that's the one that we need to get or was it hey guys it's time to roll on this let's just get whatever we can we can get at the current moment no, we're not. We're not too hasty. You know, Norman does a really good job of shopping around. Yeah. So he had a good, you know, month to look around and find a really nice condition table at a good price. So you know, we're pretty happy with the one we got. Now, Adams is famous also for having uh, two versions, which would be right. the uh, the right standard and then the gold edition. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been a lot of people asking about the gold because it's a different set of ROMs and a little bit different look, not terribly much, but uh, obviously the gold sense. Um, that a possibility of us having both uh, versions in the game. Yeah, right now we're kicking around the idea of making it a limited edition, like the real gold um, edition is, and having it be a Kickstarter reward. Um, so there's only so many of them out there. Oh wow! For at least for a, you know, maybe forever, maybe for an entire year that we don't release the gold edition, except for the people who back us at a certain level. So it'd be kind of a limited exclusivity, and then eventually. Uh... The masses would be able to at some point, but uh, maybe. For a, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it would be a, it would be a question mark there, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, let's go ahead and get into the uh, the Kickstarter. Um, what are you guys? When are you uh, officially launching this? So our plan is to launch it on the date that Dracula is released on mobile, and that is September twelfth, a Friday. And we'll announce it on a newsletter, and we'll we'll post about it on you know Facebook and Twitter. Um, and then have it for a 30-day uh, Kickstarter campaign like we've done in the past. And so it would end right around October 12th, which is a, a Sunday, I think. And then uh, should the campaign be successful, which we're kind of thinking, how could it not? But anyway, got to put the if in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when would we then be looking at a uh, release of the actual table in Pinball Arcade? Um, we're still looking at that. Um my feeling is that it might be in the beginning of 2015. Would it... So, uh, a few months after it finishes. Okay, okay. Um, would this be part of Season 4, or would it be mm-hmm. its own separate entity? It, so it would be just like what the other ones were, where they're kind of yeah. part of the seasons. Okay. Correct, it would be Season 4. How is uh is this Kickstarter going to be any different um, as opposed to the other three in terms of uh, tier structures or rewards? Is there anything new you guys have planned for it? Um, well, the the gold edition is going to be a little bit different. Right. Um, we're going to have we're looking into getting different you know physical um, rewards you know from the Adams Foundation you know stuff that they license out to 
to collectors and to oh, fans wow. of the Adams Family. Um, but other than that, it should be pretty much structured the same as like T two was. Mm-hmm. Are you guys planning on doing? Uh... A lower entry level, say just the five dollar entry level, make it a more like a, a pre order, you might say. Um, we weren't thinking about that. Uh, we, we've kicked around the idea, but I think we're going to keep it the same. And then what? Uh, who knows? <laughs> I would recommend it personally, but no, it's just me. Uh, <laughs> the last time I believe it was uh, then more like a, a ten, twenty, fifty, and and up kind of structure, correct? I think we had some numbers in between there. Dropping in later or, or earlier, I should say. Um, do you guys have any stretch goals in mind? Because I know that was one of the things with the T2 Kickstarter where there was kind of just a nebulous, it'll go towards another one kind of thing, but not really a, an actual stretch goal. Like, obviously, Twilight Zone had the stretch goal for uh, getting Star Trek. Yeah, we do have some thoughts about that, but I can't, I don't want to announce it yet. Um, you know, we are, of course, going to be still licensing more tables, right? And um, you know, Dracula's coming out. That's a licensed table that we're actually we didn't kickstart. Which I was going to ask you, how did uh, how did you swing that? What was different about that particular uh, license as opposed to Adams? Um, the difference is that they were well, we're basically getting like a bulk deal, I guess you could say, from Sony Pictures Entertainment. Um, for several properties. Oh, very good. That, that we haven't announced yet, but you can probably figure out what they are. Um, <laughs> Dracula is one of them, and we've actually one of the licenses we got in this bulk deal is a table is a license that hasn't been done as a pinball table. So we will be announcing that you know in the upcoming months of an original table that we're going to be making. The the uh, TPA itself is we're making. Yes. Ooh, okay, very good. Um, with the way you guys have been burning through all the uh, unlicensed tables, obviously we're getting to a point where uh, a lot of the tables that people now are looking at um, wind up being these licensed tables. Mm -hmm. Is doing a bulk deal with Sony, is that something that you're looking to do with uh, various other properties? Does that seem like more of a uh, tangible way of going forward? Yeah, well, we've been trying to do it in the past. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's better for us as far as just logistically getting a contract, you know, agreed to and signed to, and having as many properties in there as possible is usually a good deal. Um, but I mean, there aren't too many big ones out there that come in bulk. You know, where there might be one or you know some properties that we could pair together with you know one other one. Uh huh. Um, so you know, we'll be trying to do that, but I can't say um, some of those properties are pretty expensive. Yeah. So, and the deals would be so different that the licensors are pretty, uh, you know, hesitant to do that. Uh huh. Can we expect um, more updates? I should say throughout the Kickstart, uh, you know, maybe on a weekly basis or at least halfway through, um, giving more uh, hints or updates itself on just uh, the table itself. I don't know. It seemed like on on T two was kind of like there was the Kickstarter and then that was the end of it until probably about week three. <laughs> um, I, know that, uh, I know that the uh, those that did kickstart or were on the fence were kind of looking forward for a little more information or something, some kind of uh, back and forth, I should say. Right, yeah, we're going to be, we're very aware that that happened. Um, and we've got a little bit bigger staff now. I think we're as a bit of a transition. Um, 
we're going through there um, mm-hmm. when, after T2 is completed. So this time around, I think we'll be a lot more, not just uh, reaction, you know, be, have more updates during the Kickstarter campaign itself, but afterwards, you know, we'll keep you guys in the loop as to uh, when you're when we're getting ready to, to beta test and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, well, while we have you here, mind if we ask you a few other things that aren't Kickstarter related? Sure. Okay. Um, one of the things that, uh, again, as we start narrowing down what tables are available, everybody's wondering about uh, Sega and Data East. Are we mm-hmm. going to be seeing those uh, anytime soon? Um, the short answer is yes. We are <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't say for sure. Just because we are, you know, still negotiating some licenses. Sure. But we are actively looking to get, you know, more Data East and Sega tables, and well, some, you know, into the game. Is the is the emulation of that uh, already in the works? Um, yes. Okay. Okay, so we're actively doing that. Um, how are we? Because I know that uh, a year ago when we talked. Um, the emulation for Black Knight and Gorgar and Firepower, I believe, were actually uh, finished, but we still haven't seen those um, put into the game itself. Um, is there any hang-up that uh, is going on with that, or can we expect to see that sometime, uh, you know, say by Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I, was, I followed up right after we talked last time about what the holdup was. And there was a technical issue that I um, I'm drawing a blank on. Let me. Um, I've got to get back to you on that one. Um, okay. I do know, you know, it's it's working pretty well. At least, you know, I do know that Gorgar is working well. I think the um, the Black Knight emulation might have had a, something tricky going on, and I'm not sure why. But um, yeah, let me um, let me answer that so you guys can follow up with the fans. Okay. Um... We've also seen a very noticeable improvement in the uh, tables for Season 3, just in terms of look and how they play. Um, what would you attribute that to? Huh. Um, I don't know. So just experience? <laughs> or? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely a little bit of experience. Um, the process of getting comments during the tuning phase, I've got more of a, a structured, I guess, procedure now that I'm getting okay. comments from like three other people mm-hmm. um, of just more specifics about what feels right, what doesn't feel right. Um, so I think that and the experience of knowing, you know, what works and what doesn't work in our our physics engine. Um, and the on the art side, it's um, it's similar. You know, you know, Josh Sharp, he still continues to consult with us, mm-hmm. and he has to give approval for the table before we get like license or approval in most cases, um, but. The fact that we have people in here now who know the specifics of what he's always looking for, um, art-wise, uh, it, it's really helped, I think. So I think I think that in general, and I think that we learn a lot when we did the dynamic lighting on the on the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, so just little lessons that we learned from that, you know, help help us with our baked-in lighting technology. Do you feel that? Uh... I know you already revisited the the earlier tables once with the uh, PS3 doing the mega patch, but do you feel at some point you'll wind up 
kind of going back and doing you know, relegacing the seasons one and two with everything that you've learned from uh, season three and going forward, or is it kind of these are now what they are and they're pretty much going to stay that way? No, we are going to be updating. Okay. Uh, I know that just yesterday we were talking about updating some of the camera technology and some of the older tables that you know weren't quite done as well as you know some of the tables that we've done recently. Okay. Um, so we'll be putting that in, and when it comes to tuning, you know, it's kind of tricky, you know, because people are getting kind of used to the way some things played. But um, I've, I went back and played one table. Oh, what was it? Oh, sorry, I'm drawing a blank. What table it was? Maybe it was like taxi, and there was something that really bugged the crap out of me, and I was like, <laughs> how, did I, how did I light the ship like this? But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, well. We'll uh, we'll go back and we'll we'll, we'll do that. I, I also I'm gonna be I'm the one who does the, the the gameplay tuning for now still. Right. So the plan is to train up a couple more people, um, moving forward to to help me um, I don't know be more efficient and moving forward with other tables and going back into other tables and improving them I guess. Okay. Um... Another question that's been kind of being asked is with regards to the PC, um, giving it the love of uh, DX11 mm-hmm. tech. Yeah. Um, are we looking at DX11 happening to the PC before uh, seeing a new user interface with the game? Yes. I guess yes. we talked about that yesterday. Um, and right now my programmer who's finishing the Xbox One version is going to be moving on uh, and getting the DirectX 11 uh, lighting uh, working. Okay. Pretty much while it's in submission, so it's, I would expect the PC lighting to be in there within, you know, a month or two. Okay, great. That's great news. Oh, with regards to the new uh, UI, how many, I know you guys have some ideas for uh, places you'd like to take the game, you might say. Uh, one of them being multiplayer. How contingent upon the user interface is some of these things. Hmm. Um, another good thing that I was just talking about. Uh, so, pretty shortly here, we're going to release some individual apps. Uh, Twilight Zone Pinball, Star Trek Next Generation Pinball, that are just that one table, and it's going to be free-to-play or with tokens in it. And so, okay. the, so the first time that we release head-to-head, we don't have to worry about there being all these different tables out there. And we can just focus on online head-to-head on iOS and on Android for just one table each. And so using that kind of as your, your test bed to, mm-hmm. to make sure everything's functioning properly. Correct. And so that should be coming before the end of the year, the online head-to-head being added to those individual apps. Okay. When, uh, when you're dealing with head-to-head, are you talking about one person plays a ball and the next person plays a ball or is it uh, uh, simultaneously scoring as you might say so you're like kind of in a race yeah sim- simultaneous scoring we actually okay. we, we had it working on Android like two months ago um, but we we backburned putting that into the game until we have these new apps that are just one table at a time and it's pretty Can, cool the, the, it sounds pretty cool um, I know that's we've we ourselves have made uh, makeshift versions of playing head-to-head with our little five-minute challenges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know that's definitely uh, something everybody's been wanting. Um, since the beginning, uh, and me and you have had this conversation too about uh, difficulty levels. 
is that something that uh, has basically been tabled, or are you still actively pursuing uh, putting different difficulties within the game? We are still pursuing it, and actually kind of a test for that is going to be a cross-promotion that we're doing with one of the games that we'll, we'll be releasing next month. Okay. Um, the game's called Orbals. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an action puzzle game, and there's three different characters in that game. And so once you own those characters, then you get access to a custom pinball in Pinball Arcade, and that custom pinball has different physics associated with it that, you know, it doesn't make the entire table more difficult. You know, it doesn't tweak any of the settings, but it does increase the um, increases the uh, gravity. So it, it, it's, it tilts the table up more. So essentially we're talking about a, a more or less an artificial difficulty, not not a uh, changing of the slope and uh, moving of the, uh, you know, out lanes. Oh, oh no, it is, the, it is the slope, actually. Oh. Yeah, so when I say gravity, it's in our physics engine, I can play with that different ways, but what, that, what the different balls are actually going to do is um, give you different slopes to the table. Okay, I understand. Hey, Jeff, didn't you have a uh, question about uh, flipper uh, physics? Yeah, I was just kind of curious if... Uh... If we were still going to see, you know, um, improvements there, you know, some of the different techniques that you can do mm-hmm. on a, like on a real pinball machine, you know, like, uh, you know, like tap passes and stuff like that. If, if we were still going to see, you know, stuff like that incorporated, just more accurate flipper physics, I guess you could say. If, if that's kind of still an area of improvement that you guys are working on. It's still on the, um, on the list of things I want to do, and I don't know, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Um, <laughs> It's just whenever I, I do get to it, we work on it for a little bit, and then we we come into a it's, it's there's some sort of roadblock, and usually it has to do with the update rate um, of the physics. Um, there's just only so much you can do in a sixtieth of a second when you want to do some of those techniques. Um, so the techniques either become like they're too common or too impossible, and it actually seems it makes the entire physics look wrong for lack of a better way to describe it. So, I mean, if there's a way to update the physics, you know, twice as fast um, in some cases, then we might be able to do that. But right now it's not looking like something that we're going to be implementing, you know, in the short term. I also had a couple of uh, PS4-specific questions. Sure. Um, There's been a lot of discussion about the uh, PS4 sound quality uh, Mm -hmm. just not being up to the same level as, you know, even the PS3 and uh, some of the older consoles, and even the PC, it just seems like the, the sample rate uh, is yeah, lower. It was, but I thought we I thought we updated that with a patch. Yeah, it's, it seems like there's still a lot of debate as to whether it's actually uh, fixed or not. It seems like it's improved on, in some ways, but uh, it almost seems like the actual uh, quality of the actual sound samples isn't still isn't quite up to the same level. It seems like there's like a filter applied or something like that, possibly. Huh. No, I'm I'm not familiar with that controversy. I, I know that the sample rate was like accidentally, you know, cut down when we first released. But since then, we went back to the higher sampled files, and they should be at the same rate as the other platforms are higher. So hmm. I'm not sure, not sure what's going on. Yeah, maybe we could like forward you know, the threads or people are just because I don't like I uh, 
my brother actually just downloaded the free tables that you guys have like the you know the mm-hmm. core tables are free now and he's like why does this sound so bad you know he's not a regular player and I was like yeah that's one of one of the things a lot of people have been commenting on is the sound quality and also the the friend leader boards on the PS4 have been down for like half a year now it seems like and we're just kind of curious if that's uh, going to be fixed soon the friends leaderboards yeah if you if you go into a table and you go to your friends list it like doesn't even show any it just you know doesn't show anything that's been down for like months okay i'll i'll get up get back to you on that one didn't know you're gonna get bug reports did you yeah i didn't (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm really surprised to hear about both of those on ps4 i thought we took care of the sound issue and i didn't know the leaderboards were down at all well, leave it to us to keep you up to date. Um, <laughs> hey, I know it's uh, about time we let you go, but I want to throw uh, one last uh, question at you that is semi-Adam's Family related. Basically, okay. since Adam's Family has been you guys' uh, Moby Dick, uh, what is the next <laughs> table that you just would salivate at but know it's uh, going to be a uphill battle to get? Um, I want the Simpsons. The uh, Simpsons pinball party? Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, I think that's what uh, <laughs> it's like that or Lord of the Rings. One of those two is what well, everybody always is going to. <laughs> Indiana Jones too, um, but I think The Simpsons is more feasible. With, uh, are, does that mean you guys are still actually attempting to talk to Disney? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we're we're not giving up. Okay, well that's good too. <laughs> <laughs> we like the fighting attitude. Um, well, hey, thanks, uh, thanks so much for talking about us. Uh, I think you've. Uh, straighten some of the, the rumors out that we had about Adam's family and uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, everyone's discussion is about and uh, we all look forward to actually playing the table finally. Yeah, well thanks you guys for um, you know having me on and giving me this bug report that I will uh, <laughs> going to go walk around right now and see what's going on and uh, thanks a lot for all your support you guys give us. Alright, thanks Bobby. Alright, thanks. See ya. Alright, bye. Bye. Well, as usual, it's always awesome for uh, Farsight to play along with us in the blockade and on the forums uh, too, don't you think, Jeff? Yeah, I think it, I think it's cool that they take the time out of their busy schedule of cranking out these these pinball tables. You know, like I know everybody wants the tables and stuff, but uh, hey, it's nice for them but to then take we the come, time. Yeah, exactly. We come knocking and beg them for information, and now and then they actually. Uh, or willing to spill the beans, which I actually think that we got a few more beans spilled this time around than uh, I expected. I'm very curious to see what the forums explode with, mainly trying to uh, guess what that other Sony-licensed uh, tables might be. <laughs> oh, mysteries. I know, I like mysteries. It. But like I said, I know our forum. They'll figure this crap out within minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets by there. Oh, so anyways, good stuff all around. Uh, Thank you once again. And just so you guys know, obviously this was a much shorter podcast. We're going to be doing a full, regular, normal broadcasting podcast of its usual insane length. Um, Probably in just a few weeks uh, from now, we'll be incorporating your comments on how the Kickstarter's going, uh, what you thought of the Bobby interview and things that were uh, mentioned in it. So stay tuned for all of that. As usual, you can get a hold of the Blockade on Twitter, at Blockade. And you can get a hold of myself, at Shut Your Traps. 
And if you want to get a hold of the rest of the gang, there's also at Jared Morgs, there's at Drex Clown, and I'm probably forgetting one or two of the other guys, but too bad, they're not here. <laughs> don't even bother trying to get a hold of them, man. Yeah, don't even bother. I can't even get a hold of Jeff either, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang, we will uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening. This has been the Blockade Podcast. Smile you later.